We are rolling. Thank you for listening. My name is Tom, and you are listening to Abroad Madness. And here we go with the continuation of the last episode. Anyway, um, yeah, languages, languages, languages. I mean, the only language I really speak now, obviously, is English. Do you find yourself like forgetting, like I guess, Chinese and Malay? Um, I definitely can read a lot less Chinese now than I. Used to be obviously. I was never really good at Chinese, to be fair. It's so complicated, and I never really know what I was doing with it. So yeah, my Chinese wasn't very good to start with. But then I heard like from my like you know from my pa- my mom saying that you actually taught Chinese in Russia, you know, as like a part time job. Yeah, I did, but that was obviously to users of Chinese who have never learned Chinese before. Ah, uh, so like so- not deep. Not deep enough that you wouldn't be able to understand, but you know, just normal conversation, something like that. Absolutely. So obviously, I can converse and read and write as per every other person. Mm-hmm. But if you give me like I don't know something more complicated, like an <laughs> economic newspaper, I can still read it, obviously, but it will just take me a lot more time than I would English. So English is definitely your first, you know, right now. Like you're, I guess, the ones that you're the most good at English. The next one would be Chinese or Malay or Russian. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're all on the same level. I'm serious. I think of my languages as primary and secondary. Such a doctor. Um, <laughs> the primary language is English, and mm-hmm. then every other language secondary. Because I myself have like a chart for it. Okay. Like English, English, and Chinese. Like I'm good at English. I'm not that good at Chinese, but I can still speak it. And then Malay is. Like on the bottom of the list, I hated Malay, and I'm you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to go like abroad was like so I don't need to study Malay. You know, that was like my whole my whole thing. I'm actually better in Japanese than I am in Malay right now because I mean I do speak it on a normal basis. I try to speak English on a normal basis. So is it weird that my English actually got better when I came to Japan? I think it's very it's a very common sort of scenario that you see lots of people when they go abroad from the home countries. Obviously, English is something that you would use regularly. Yeah. So if you have a, if you have an English as your baseline already, then going somewhere where English can be used as a primary language, then ultimately. I mean, I use it with like all the other foreign students. Who are there? Like you know, speaking with English Japanese people in English is kind of frustrating. Yeah, I wouldn't I recommend it. <laughs> I say I hate it. It's totally too much. I mean, it's it's nice to chew on something, you know. Yeah, it helps with my nose, I think. Ah, uh, just do it. I mean, you're the doctor. You you, like <laughs> no one can say anything against you. <laughs> Self prescription medications. <laughs> That would be great. That would be great. Let's give it to you. Wait. So, how was your life in Russia? Like, I've never really got to know it because I don't think you've told your parents. I mean, who, like, who would tell their parents like you know, how their lives are actually in a different country, right? It was very much studying loads of time. I made good friends, obviously, but yeah, I don't think that it would be any different if I were at home, probably. Are you serious? I don't know if I don't know. What would you? Because I, I guess my degree was very,、uh, it was a very hectic degree, so I didn't have a lot of time for different things that I would be doing. So I don't know. And 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 Russia isn't isn't an interesting place. It's, you know, it's, it's quite boring to be fair. Oh really? I mean, like when you say Russia, I just rem- I just know snow and vodka and just Russian people drinking vodka. Is it true though? Um, most of it. <laughs> I think 
Because I was in Moscow. Mm-hmm. You see a lot more international people in Moscow. I think we had we had a good time. Um, obviously, six years is a long, long time to stay in a country. And you, you get to know the city really well. You get to know people. You even saw the the city grew and change in the time that is six years. So lots of... Um, lots of changes but I wouldn't say it was bad like it was a really good change um, when I left yeah a good time I don't say mm. it would be any different but yeah because like for me I mean I've in my seventh year in the same city like in the countryside I'm not in I'm not in like you know I'm not in Tokyo I'm not in Osaka mm. I'm like I guess this is where like you know staying in like Alistair is like great for me like where I'm staying Produces rice, same as Alsa. <laughs> has like really nothing, like literally nothing. I have to drive everywhere to get anywhere. Yeah, I mean it's fine. Like you know, I like driving. I've never really understood why people like going on the drive. You know, like how like Americans like let's go on a road trip or something like let's just drive around and just see like look at the view. I never used to get that in back in Malaysia because for me back in Malaysia driving was just annoying. Yeah, it was just like to get from point A to point B. I think also, like coming from where you did, um, was a bit different as well because yeah. um, I obviously spent my whole life in 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 KL, which is obviously a lot different compared to where you grew up. So I suppose in that sense, my life wouldn't be drastically different in Moscow anyway. <laughs> no, because I I mean because I'm actually kind of surprised because you the way that you talk about you know your studies and everything like it's like six years. But then the way you speak about it, it's like oh, it was just ten minutes. Like the way you spoke about it, it was so like nonchalant. That I'm like kind of taken back because I study architecture and like I don't know how much you know about architecture, but it's kind of like you're supposed to stay up late. You're not supposed to sleep sometimes, like you know, in front of deadlines. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. So I mean, I've definitely talked a lot of shit. I mean, now I'm not doing architecture, so I just talk shit about it. But then you're just like kind of like yeah, it was needed, it was tough, but it was needed. Like that was like you know that's like kind of like your conclusion on it. So it's like kind of it's like how interesting you come to terms with it, with like mm-hmm. your, your studies and like just being in Russia. Yeah, I mean I like to complain a lot, but only someone that you know. I mean if if I've done it, then yeah, I've done it. I mean, the process might be shit. I didn't necessarily need to spend six years doing the same thing, but it is what it is, I suppose. Mm. But then you got to go. You didn't get to go back as much as you want in, like, when you were in Russia, right? In the first few years, so in the theory years, um, I had more of a, a time off, um, because it was very much just on campus studying, very much like a student. So you weren't really expected to go to hospitals. Um, so yeah, I did go home a lot more when I was really junior. But as I go into uh, my clinical years, um, you were expected to be in the hospital a lot more. You were um, expected to sort of scrub in to, to um, surgeries and things like that. So all of these would be on your own time. So I had a lot less time as I was sort of progressing throughout my med school years. But I didn't really mind it because I knew that that was ultimately going to be something that is useful to me so whenever you went back to malaysia because one of the reasons why i kind of avoid going back to malaysia was kind of out of place i felt Uh like it kind of feels like i'm 
because I've never been back really long. Like the most I've been was like two, three weeks, and that's mm-hmm. the most of it. And plus, like flying, I don't. How much is it flying from Russia to Malaysia? Ooh, expensive. <laughs> When I flew, and this was like a few years ago. Years ago, um, it was nearly almost always three thousand ringgit, um, both ways. Ah,、uh, so oh, three, three thousand. Yeah. Right. Quite a lot of money, actually.、Um, but I would obviously try and spend as much time as I could when I when I do go. I've been very lucky in that I have great friends in in KL、um, who I know from school, from college. So I, anytime I go back, I sort of meet up with them and say hello and catch up. And I sort of almost don't feel like the alien、mm. person because they know me really well and they sort of. Um, I'm always ha- really happy to see me when I go home, and then we sort of catch up with life.、Um, so I don't normally. You, you've never felt like kind of like oh, like I'm out of place, but it's just like everything just felt like it never, like it never went on or something. I guess this city has changed、yeah. whenever I go home. I guess, and you always have the things where your friends laugh at you and be like, "This girl has been overseas too long. She doesn't, she doesn't know how to this anymore."、Um, but I just always thought that was. Um, nice and fun, and didn't really mean anything. So I... yeah, one of the reasons why I kind of avoided going home. I mean, besides like my mom just telling me, if you want to come home, you have you have to maximize it. And then usually I can't really maximize it because I have like、okay. activities like here and there, like on summer vacation, winter vacation. I try to go like you know be as social as I could. So I never really went back. So on the times when I've went back, I usually kind of feel like like I have nothing to do. I just go back because I don't go back on like you know Chinese New Year where people are free to meet meet up. Usually, whenever the times I go back, people are usually working, or like they're in another city because you know I'm not in KL. Everyone is basically in KL, and、mm. so it felt like kind of like even if I went back, there was not really that much people I could meet. Maybe one or two, yes, you know. But then I'm gonna be back in Malaysia for three weeks, so kind of felt it felt weird. And plus, you know, back when you were a kid, you're in school, and then when you come home, your parents are around usually, or you just like、mm. you know you follow them to where they work or just like do what they just follow them. But then、mm-hmm. for in this in in this case where You just you know you're in uni and then you came back. Your parents have to go to work, but then you have nothing to do. So I I was just like stuck at home and just like like lying on the floor, staring at staring at the ceiling. And I was like,、yeah. like I spent all those money just to come back here, just so I could be like a useless person. Like might as well just be a useless person back home. But no, I mean absolutely. I guess also being in KL has its perks because you know there's always something going on. There's always、uh. There's always someone available. There's always a friend that you can always look for. I'm sure you could as well, but obviously I could drive when I go home, so I would、yeah. go and meet friends when I could. Yeah, you're. I guess you're pretty lucky in this case. Like you know, you get people around, like basically around you.、Because、yeah, when when you grow up in a big city, you tend to know a lot. Yeah, I I feel like I've only been <laughs> going to small cities back at home. Even now, I mean, I know more people. Right now, I'm I'm trying to know more people,、mm-hmm. but it's hard. <laughs> it's really hard because you said like Russia was a, like Moscow was a really international city. Like, did you make like a lot of international friends, or was your friend group just like 
the people in your department because you know that's like the people you kind of talk to every day so med school friends wise um i made so many good friends and we're still friends today obviously we're gonna be friends for life mm-hmm. um So lots of friends. I also taught English and Chinese when I was there as a student. Um, so I knew a lot of people from there, and I worked in an international um, English school. So obviously met lots of teachers and students from there. So that's how I got to know the international community in Moscow. And when you're in, when you're sort of a foreigner, uh, I guess, um, in Moscow, you almost have have a sort of social type thing that you go to and there's always a, a a pub in in central moscow that everybody goes to and then you always you always sort of see people there that you know that kind of thing so it was it was really nice and i, I do miss central moscow and i do miss the experience there but like i said before very early on i i don't think i would ultimately live there for a long time I would obviously go and visit it's kind of interesting you just like hear person like a different person living out that like a different lifestyle a, a lot of the people i've had like on the podcast are just like people who came to japan so i know them personally like you know they came to japan they came to my uni and then, so we had fun we you know chill and relax like had and like you know drank but it's kind of interesting just like just hear another perspective of like you know somewhere across the ocean yeah 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 i always strive to i guess not just know people within my immediate circle it's a bit boring yeah so lots of people i guess when they go to uni they only know people from uni yeah and i think that's a bit closed off so i guess obviously try and socialize as much as you can and know more people and you I mean, see different how how do you do it how do you do it give me tips <laughs> <laughs> give me tips i don't know go out with different bunch of people say hello if you have any hobbies try and see if there's any local groups that you like sports is a really good thing to um go and meet people i don't play any sports yeah i was just about to ask i was like wait <laughs> okay into my head um but yeah just or even just board games and things like that just things that you like doing there's always a bunch of local people that do the same thing so i'm not saying that you should go and be friends with everyone it's just mostly so that you have a different perspective to just being in a bubble i always thought that was really important like did, did that change for you when you were in uni or like have you always had that perspective when you were a kid i don't know when did that change i guess having parents also played a huge part in that so i don't think i don't think my parents were necessarily people that only stayed within their bubble very much <laughs> they were very much sort of go out and and experience things so i think a, a part of that came from there so yeah i i can't give you a, a sort no, of a time fine, like how that became so and so but yeah i think definitely an influence on my parents it's kind of interesting like because when we meet up you know back in alstar like when you come to like our place it's kind of like we've never really talked at all about anything yeah. It like it felt kind of felt like we never really talked, like you know, not just you and me. This is like everyone. This is like we kind of never really really talk. It's kind of we just like yeah. we're just there. It's like doing greetings. You're like, yay! How are you doing? Are you good? Okay. I know it's really odd. I think it's very much just traditional, isn't it? Sort of very. I don't know because anytime we do go home, it's very much like we're there for something. So yeah. Like Chinese- 
mm. or something like that. So it's very much just allowing the adults at that time to catch up and socialize. So we're just there, sort of additional. I mean, I like KL, so mm-hmm. um, I don't necessarily because obviously mm. I don't have any friends. In yeah, KL. yeah. No. You, you guys, if I kind of felt like every time you guys just come back, it felt like you guys just okay. there, and then like you, you, but it feels like yeah, just get it over with, and we can go back. Yes. Normally, like a bit grumbly, like why yeah. you drag six hours across the country to <laughs> do nothing. It's seriously um, crazy that how you guys manage to drive every single time. Yeah, well, I wasn't the one driving. So. Are you us? Sometimes I was uh-huh. actually. Sometimes I drove. When I, you know, when I was old enough to drive, yeah. and I would drive sometimes, um, but most of the time it was my father who drove. Too. Yeah, right. I mean, but just like to let you know, I mean, we I, at least I do actually look forward to you guys coming. It's fun. <laughs> I mean, it's just like an additional person, like people in your house, just like oh, like you know, and also, it's just Chinese New Year. It's like oh, yeah. You guys are coming. You guys are coming. Oh, that's that's cool. That's cool. That's fun. Like just like realizing that you know our, I guess family have a lot of people who does a lot of things. Like you know some of our cousins are really, like are really doing well. I mean you're doing well also. So it's like it's really like it's really interesting that we've never really kind of sat down and talk about anything. What do you want to talk to them about? Just like how was their life? Like you know. Just kind of understand what I mean. Basically, these questions I'm asking you right now. Being nosy. Yeah, basically, I like being nosy. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, um... you, you knew me when I was a kid. I don't. I think I was already nosy back then, so I don't think it changed. <laughs> I don't remember. Really, I actually that's still one memory of me that I remember. I feel bad about it, by the way. Like I don't know what came over me. I still remember, like you guys, you and like another cousin of ours, like borrowed my bicycle for a ride. I mean, I screamed uh-huh. at you guys. And I still to this day, I don't know why uh-huh. I screamed at you guys. Uh-huh. Because like I wasn't using the bicycle. Yeah. Like it was just sitting there, and then you guys just took it. And I was like, and I just like kind of screamed at you guys, and I was like. Till this day, I don't know what I felt. Even I think when I was screaming at you guys at that time, I was like, "Why? Why am I even mad?" No, oh, that's that's good. <laughs> you had an instantaneous. No, no, not even instantaneous. Like at even when I was doing that thing, I was just like questioning, "What was I doing?" Like I don't get it. Like why am I angry? I guess hormones. Okay. I guess being a teenager or something. Because like even now, like that is like when I think of you. And then, like, usually that memory pops up, and I'm just like, I don't get this. Fair. <laughs> I mean, you probably already forgot about it, but to me, it, like, it, 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 it was like a very solid memory, too. Now, no, I don't remember as much as I, um, as you did, obviously. No, I um, just remember that part. I just remember that part. I don't remember like why it happened or how it happened. I just remember like the screaming part. I don't even know why I scrammed at you guys. So. That's but, a good word. Mm. Scrammed. <laughs> it's not a word, but yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I can't remember. Any. This episode is getting a little bit too long, so I'm just gonna cut it here. If you're interested in binge listening to the next episode, head over. It's probably out right now. As always, thank you for listening. My name is Tom. This is Abroad Madness, and we'll see you next episode. Bye bye.